0: You ask me what I like about Texas It's blue bonnets And Indian paintbrushes Swimming in the Sacred waters of Barton Springs It's body surfing The Frio It's Saturday night in Del Rio Crossing Over the border For some cultural exchange Tell me what I like about Texas. Texas. Well, honey, I could uh, tell you But we would be here all night long That's okay
1: What's up everybody? It's the middle of the day, the middle of the week, and you're listening to another Fuller Show with Josh Fuller. You're on KTXF The Reader.
2: If you've had an accident or just a fender bender, the last thing you need to do is tangle with the big city. When Classic Auto Group Collision Center can take care of all your repairs island style. Our certified technicians can repair any make or model, and we back up every repair with a lifetime warranty. Classic Auto Group Collision Center now open at 6601 Harborside Drive. ClassicGalveston.com Classic Galveston, enjoy
3: the difference island
1: style. Hey everybody, it's Josh Fuller. It's the middle of the day in the middle of the week in the great state of Texas on a beautiful Sunday. Sunday. Sunny day. I just told y'all it's the middle of the week and then I'm trying to throw Sunday in there. No, it's the middle of the week, which means it's Wednesday if you're listening to us live here on KTXF The Real. And it is the middle of the day, but it is a sunny day, which is good because we've had some pretty dreary weather. And in studio with me is my buddy... Randy, what's going on, man? Oh, man, not much. Yeah, yeah it's getting to
4: that's be a regular a occurrence. Man. Yeah, we're
1: gonna have to start <laughs> start introducing you as my co-host, maybe. Yeah, know, uh, who knows, man? It's all
4: good. Well, the good thing it's is that every fun.
1: time we get together, we have a lot to talk about, and that's important in talk radio. So. Yeah, it kind of makes it,
4: you know, move along a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, man, the weather was kind of killer last week, and uh, apparently we've all survived it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bit brutal there for a while. It was, and, man. man. This so this time last week, I was sick as a dog. <laughs> I still have a little bit of that problem, but not, not as a dog, maybe puppy, but, uh, but then after the show, we had to go play another show at Pacific Yard House, and we for the first time live streamed it. And you mm-hmm. brought in a whole bunch of gear and freaked out some of the managers. So. Yeah,
4: I did. And then I was there the next night. doing Yeah, with Caleb. Stream. How'd was that Caleb go? And
1: homegrown. It went awesome. It did was, you uh, did you do the multi camera thing or did you? Uh, just do it was one? just a
4: single cam for for now because of uh, the space in the in the venue. Uh, we're still working out some details as far as you know how much gear and you know where to put it and everything else because it's not a huge venue, but it's. Uh, you know, there's enough space there. I don't want to take table space away, you know, from people coming in wanting to eat. Yeah, no, it's a restaurant and music venue first and then we get to do what we do around them. exactly. And then I made my... You know, from when I brought in when we did your live stream, I had it in a large box, and then I went and picked up a smaller box. and oh, crammed, yeah, you know, ten pounds of crap and a. Well, it's always fun when you
1: can <laughs> downsize. Yeah, <laughs> make it you know totable. Totable—that's a good word. I like totable. It's a new yeah. word. Yeah, it's a new word. We'll get, <laughs> we'll put that in the urban dictionary for next year. Totable. But uh, but yeah, so it was still. I mean, man, there were still ice. There was still ice for like two days after that. It was, and it then was. it got up to fifty. No, it got up to sixty-one the next day. And Started thawing out, and it still, uh, I guess it was just a deep enough freeze that some of that ice stayed in the in between the grooves of the roofs for, for oh, a while. It, did. it was it, great,
4: there was stuff up, uh, you know, a little bit out in the country, and so I got like five acres out in the woods, and so there was ice still on the ground on the north side of the trees, or, yeah, you know, or you know, in the shade for days.
1: It was pretty, I mean, it was cool to be able to kind of walk out for a few days here and there and see still see white,
4: yeah, yeah,
1: you don't, <laughs> you don't get to do that around here often, but. Uh, most people listening to this know that already. So, uh. well, welcome everybody. I hope wherever you are today, it's a uh, it's a good day and that y'all are having fun. And I hope that we can provide a little break from real life for a little while. If you're sitting in a cubicle somewhere and you got your earbuds in, uh, maybe we can you know help you escape your your confines for a while and you can forget what you're that you're surrounded by walls and stuff. But. Um, and we're going to play some good music today. I have a new segment that I'm going to try to add and we're going to try it out today. And, uh, we're just going to gonna, we don't have an exact topic today. That's why it's the, uh, it's a shoot shooting match. It's a shoot show because, yeah. uh, you never know where it's going to go. And we leave it up to the powers that be, which is not us. It's just the... The universe. The universe guides us on our. Yeah, we'll start path. off on
4: something, and you know we'll figure yeah, it out from there. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're both. You've uh, been in the business for a long time. I've been in different parts of the business for a long time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, plenty to uh, talk about. You know, there's always something to talk about in music, yeah. and especially in Texas music, and it's with everything we got going on here, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you want to provide any information or just uh, be a part of the conversation, you can text us at 832-910-7359. Eight three two nine one zero seven three five nine, and this show is brought to you by the KTXF the Real. and you can find them on Facebook. Uh, and but real is spelled with two e's, like a fishing reel or a movie reel. So uh, so if you're searching for it and you type and you know how to spell the right way and you type r e a l, you won't find it. So and it's on your TuneIn app and all of that. Good yeah, you so can listen find, live. Yeah, and uh,
4: you can go to the website on the tune-in website or whatever your portable device your desktop you name it you can get it and then uh you also if you can't finish listening to the show today you gotta go go to a meeting or whatever you Mm -hmm. can always tune in at any time when you put the podcast up on just about any format that's out there on i think it's
1: on itunes and everything else now right i got it on uh i host what i i I uploaded the soundcloud first so soundcloud listeners get to hear it first and then spreaker and then Spreaker from there distributes it to iTunes and then um, YouTube as well. So you go oh, to YouTube okay. and listen. I mean, there's nothing to look at, but you can see it or hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's got my picture, so I guess there is something to look at. But sorry, it's not much to look at. Yeah. It's just it's <laughs> just me. But. It's just a really long one-shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so uh, let's get gigs out of the way here. Uh, tonight we're doing our... It's, it's a songwriter showcase, but unfortunately for right now, since we're at the beginning of it, the only songwriter we're showcasing is myself. <laughs> um, and so we're at Pacific Yard House in downtown Conroe, Texas. You guys can come out, have a good meal. They've got crawfish um i see a lot of other people are having crawfish now so i guess they're finally coming in but a lot of people have told me that they're small but when i saw the ones at pacific they're not small they're good yeah, good size saying,
4: yeah they were decent size i heard yep. a couple of people say they were you know a little small but yeah. yeah it's still early in the year they'll get bigger you know? uh, yeah. they will
1: be little mini lobsters real soon so. yeah there you go does that mean they're huge at the end of the season probably not huh you know, they're somewhere in the middle of their biggest i guess it's, yeah, uh, yeah was... me too somewhere in the middle of my life uh well, no, I'm at the biggest I ever was, and I'm at the middle of my life, so I was a lot smaller when I was younger. I guess we all were, but... Oh, yeah. It comes and goes, man. It's time for me to it, get, get smaller again, yeah. Yeah, that, but yeah. I don't mean like osteoporosis small. I just want to lose the belly. I don't need my bones getting smaller or anything like that. Oh, that's, uh, there's always
4: something that you're going to lose.
1: It's either that's hair true. or... <laughs> but you don't lose hair. It just relocates. It, re- it just relocates. Yeah. Believe me. Oh, It goes man, in the head and the out the, the ears. And yeah. <laughs>
4: That's, that's that errant. What the
1: hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the only problem with hair. But yeah, no, I mean nothing's permanent, right? We all know that. We all know what what happens. But uh, what I was gonna say, oh yeah, so Pacific Yard House tonight, seven to ten. If people stay, seven to nine. If people don't, it's been funny the last couple of weeks. People come in for their meal, and then uh, when we, I'll play two hours straight, and then I take a break, and then they're all closing their checks. So, uh. <laughs> There's nobody to play to when I come back from break. They all yeah. close their tab, and they're like, done. We had our food. We got our fill. We're fat and happy, and kids have school tomorrow, so we're heading out. So we're still adjusting times. Maybe we'll have to start at 6.30 and go to 9 sometime instead. Yeah, but well,
4: You know, all, you always learn. Well, Mike you know, and
1: them over there are so flexible, too. Yeah, He's they just are. like, man, come on, man. We're working on this thing together. We're trying to create something new. This isn't just another... Hey, we have an acoustic gig on Wednesdays. We're actually trying to turn this into something a little more special than that, so that we can uh draw some attention to it and then also uh spotlight other singers songwriters, people coming through town mm-hmm. routing you know doing it as a routing gig and um probably doing some interviews beforehand eventually and I got a lot of friends in the in the area that I'd like to play, but I also want to get some of those people passing through that you might just not expect to show up on an acoustic show on a Wednesday in Conroe. You oh, know? no
4: doubt. And then, so, uh, you know, the, you got some proximity clauses and stuff like that and with some of the other venues, but, yep. you know, it's, uh, you know, if they're playing on the south side. I bet you can still get them up here for at least like an acoustic show or something yeah. and, and not, you know. Shape anybody's butt and right. all that. Some of them venues are kind of crazy on their proximity stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: there's several that are, and it, I guess it depends on who's playing and and all that. They don't want to oversaturate, but well, yeah. But I know some of our local guys. Like I know Caleb um, came in, but Caleb can draw, so he can pull. Mm-hmm. He can get away with it. But he came in. He played Pacific Yard House on a Thursday night, yeah. and then on Saturday played another venue right there in downtown Conroe and packed out both places. So yeah. yeah. And uh, it, he's got the power to pull, you know. Certainly. His fans aren't sick of him yet. No, not yet. <laughs> and uh,
4: uh, I went and seen, um, what was it, Heather Ryland on Saturday night. Oh, Raylene, oh, Heather um, Raylene, yeah. Raylene, yeah. Raylene over at uh, Cold Smokehouse. So it was a good show.
1: So, and you know, I've known show. her for years, yeah. but I've only played with her acoustic. And so I don't even know what she looks or sounds like with a full band, and that's a shame because I've just been busy all of a sudden.
4: At the, the full band was Pretty rocking. Pretty rocking. Right. You know, it's outdoor on the outdoor stage out there and that's a nice new venue out here and you know, but it, well it's East County, but yeah. as we call it. Uh East County. <laughs> over in Splendora, but it's uh it's nice and the food's good too and uh you know it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, well, I mean any, I like outdoor gigs the best. They have just a good vibe. Yeah. And then and on water. Now you add water to it and it's even better. Oh, I'll play any gig on water any day. Anytime. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, have I told you the story about playing on the water, not in the water oh, well, or not, no, not by the one. water?
4: No, I haven't heard that one
1: yet. So we got a private party one time and they had they put a plywood on top of a jacuzzi oh. to cover the jacuzzi. And so we sat up to play on top of the jacuzzi. It was acoustic, so it wasn't a whole band. But we sat up on top of the plywood on top of the jacuzzi. And then the pool was between us and the crowd or the party. And uh, it looked kind of cool. But the whole time you're thinking, man, I just fall through this plywood at any time with all this electrical equipment, just whoosh, right into the jacuzzi, you know. Oh, there was a venue
4: in Florida. Uh, the stage, it was the backdrop was the Gulf of Mexico on the beach. And, yeah, and then there's a pool, and then you can be in the pool for the concert. It
1: all was right, great. yeah. Well, Papa's yeah. on the Lake has that too. I don't know if you would pay extra or whatever for that, but yeah, yeah. well, they don't have it. So on a regular show day if i was on the lake the pool doesn't see the stage but when we do fire up the bands the big benefit concert we do every year out there they put the stage out by the waterfall mm-hmm. and so then the people in the pool can see oh, that yeah, show right, and this yeah. yeah that's a great that's great dude i think everybody should be in a swimming pool in the summer in texas just, yeah in bikinis it, watching the show it, it does make a difference yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's the perks of living in texas that's where all the hottest women are, and uh yeah and swimming pools and bikinis yeah all right we'll 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 scratch that before my wife hears it <laughs> mine too <Yeah. laughs> well and you did a good a job sh- you kept your mouth shut you're just over yeah, here going i'm not i'm not, I'm not playing uh, with that fire
4: uh-uh. see how far you, you put your own
1: you put your own logs in the fire buddy no man it's uh it's all good but um, well, I'm glad you're here. Oh, it's good to be here, man. This is always a lot of fun. We
4: always come up with something to talk about. And, and you know, like we said, here in Texas music, there's always something going on. And, uh, there and really there's is. lots of great playlists and, 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 and just great new music. Almost every day, there's somebody yep. putting something new out, a new single, an EP, or, mm-hmm. a, you know, a whole full album. And man, stuff. I think we're going to talk a little around.
1: bit. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. And uh, we're gonna we're going to do a new segment. Uh, with the uh, Texas Music Pickers, we're going to use the, some information from their website. We're trying to get them lined up to come down and, and be a part of it, but we're probably going to have to do a pre-recorded thing just because of their commitment to what they're doing and uh, my inability to travel at the moment to do the live show. At least I can travel to do podcasts and recorded stuff, but for right now, until uh, I, I get a, a, a laptop sponsor, I can't. I can't really... <laughs> well, So
4: maybe we can work on. I gotta.
1: I gotta, really travel. I, I
4: gotta I probably have enough stuff to do remote. Yeah.
1: yeah. All it has yeah. to do is have Windows on it and it can't crash and it can't try to do an update right before the show. Yeah, we can take care of with it. With a good internet connection. And then we can travel and do the show live anywhere, anytime. That'll be good. That'll be real good. So, hey, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. And this is episode 10. We've made it a, a tenth of the way to a episode 100. So. Damn. Yeah, it right. sounds like I'm sticking to this. Yeah, sounds like I think, it's going you are, I think you are, man. <laughs> think it might <man>. work out. <laughs> so now we just got to do the the hard task of getting sponsors and. And uh, all that good stuff. So that's fun. But I think once you get the 10 episodes in, you know, we're sticking around. We're not going anywhere. So I
4: think there's enough good content, and they got a good idea of what this is all about and all the good information we can provide. And uh, I think the people will get on board here real soon.
1: I think so, too. So why don't we uh, play some music from my friends here. We're going to start off with the Captain Legendary Band, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk to you guys about some cool stuff. And uh, we're going to visit the TexasMusicPickers.com website. When we do, when we get back. We'll see y'all in just a minute. Mm.
0: Texas
2: Owner of Classic Auto Group Galveston, inviting you to the classic way of doing business, which means the customer always comes first. Need service after the sale? We've got you covered with our service parts and body shop. Let us cater to your needs the classic way, island style. Visit us at classicgalveston.com.
3: Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference, island
1: style. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, man, I just had a, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. (laughs) Yeah, if you (laughs) get that reference, you're a little older. (laughs) I'm a little older, yeah. Hey, this is Josh Fuller. How's everybody doing? That's Randy Young over there helping me out again today. He's my, he helps me, he bails me out to uh, (laughs) give me a chance at doing this thing. This is a lot of fun for me, but it's a lot more fun when you have someone in the room with you hanging out and talking uh, back, back to you. Get that instant gratification we talked about a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. You know, back talk you too. Yeah. yeah and back, you don't let so. your kids do it. So Right. <laughs> Those kids. No. Uh, so we had our first – my 8-year-old finally had his first baseball practice back for the spring season. And he's on a tournament team called Conroe Chaos. And they're about to get it hard and heavy. They've only got about three weeks to get ready for the first tournament. And then they're going to play two tournaments a month for the next several months oh, wow. until summer hits. They'll play 50 to 60 games. Is uh, hardcore, yeah. and it's really cool to see these eight-year-olds out there working like high schoolers. I mean, they just oh, yeah. the practices are big; they're real intense, and uh, they're using paddles instead of gloves so they Ooh. can't cheat. You can't <laughs> cheat and just glove the ball. You got to actually, you know, catch it Get with two it. hands. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch, man. It's a it's it's a lot of fun to watch. But so we want to introduce a new segment this weekend. Uh, if it goes well, we'll keep doing it. You know. Um there's a lot of people out there like Randy mentioned that are that are doing a lot with the music but there's also a lot of people behind the scenes that are trying to promote it. You know, we used to have the the, the chart yeah. and uh and, and and series of unfortunate events that had to go away. And it's yeah, it's hard, been a while too. Yeah, it has been a while and it was hard to figure out how anything could ever replace that, you know, but Uh, But there's several groups out there of people that are that are doing their best to bring light to the Texas music scene and tell everybody what's going on and give people a chance for extra promotion. And one of those groups of people are the Texas Music Pickers, and so they are uh, out of Huntsville, Texas, and it's three of them. I think it's still three of them, and I haven't seen an update that says it's not.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just the three guys but They got a couple. One girl, no one one girl, two two guys, guys yeah, yeah, one girl.
1: Yeah. Two guys and two guys and a girl yeah. is that a tv show or <laughs> it's
4: yeah no. maybe it will be maybe it will be
1: no what they have is they have the uh they have chris fox and steve fox and then they have kelly sims according to their bio here on yeah. facebook but i encourage if you love texas music at all whether it's the old stuff or the new stuff um or in everything in between go to texasmusicpickers.com and they got a lot of cool information and I was scrolling through their website this last couple of days and that's when I was like, man, this is a good source to try to pass along to Texas music fans, you know, to get some information off of. And I don't want my whole show to be just stuff that they wrote. I don't want that, but it is a great thing for uh, getting topics and kind of seeing what's out there. Cause they're, they're out there traveling the roads every weekend, seeing all these bands. They'll see a couple bands at night and getting to know them and, they know the music. They have Spotify playlists for all these music, uh, these the new music and all these artists. They also have uh they get they vote on new singles. I've had a couple singles on their on their voting thing before. Mm-hmm. And uh if you win, then they just spotlight it more and they give you more attention to it and put it on their playlist and that gives you spins on Spotify, which eventually maybe you can earn your seventy cents or seven bucks. Yeah. You know, I- <laughs> but the uh the good news <laughs> yeah. is it if you only make seven dollars though. You that song's been listened to over a thousand times, so that's good. Yeah. It's still great exposure. It's just not good money, but it's still great exposure. Uh, we can talk about Spotify and all that another day, but yeah. And, but you know,
4: they're, they're still the, the those new platforms of the streaming music and all of that. They're still trying to figure it out. They are. Know? They're trying and to and figure it, it, it it's out. It's crazy with the technology and and figuring out how people are listening to music. Yeah, and, the consumption and of yeah, it and the consumption of it and what the trends will be and what they uh, yep. it, it's ever evolving at this point it is like we've talked about in the past with traditional radio is one thing but you people you know i still listen to radio but yeah and i can always you know i can hit my own playlist and music i bought or spotify or whatever
1: right well and and everybody just consumes it differently and and luckily a lot of people can sit in there you know used to if you're you had to listen whatever your place of employment Playing in the background, but now there's a lot of places letting people with their earbuds, and they can have their phone, and they can listen to whatever they want to listen to while they're working, as long as they're productive, and uh, it gives people a chance to tune in when they normally wouldn't be able to, you know. Certainly. And but and everybody's stimulated differently, you know. When mm-hmm. I'm working, I like to listen to podcasts and comedy, but. Not everybody can function that way. Some people just need to have music, and they need it blaring. Some people need it as background music. You know, everybody yeah. consumes it differently and at different times and in different ways. And we we will definitely explore that a little bit more oh, yeah. as we go. Yeah, well, that that could be it, a that, whole show. That's a
4: whole show in
1: itself, or yeah. maybe a whole series of shows. Right. <laughs> and I got you know, we all have different opinions on it. And I my the problem with my opinions mm-hmm. is I'll say something that I that's my opinion. And then I'll immediately go, I can't think that way. What, what why, why could I think that way? So I'm my own worst enemy and my own devil's advocate when it comes to a lot of that stuff. And I'm easily, I'm easily influenced either side. So I guess I'm sitting directly on the fence. I could follow it away at any minute. Hey, it's not a bad place to be. Just take the best of whatever comes your way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so yeah, man. I, I encourage everybody to go check out the Texas Music Pickers website because it has um, it just has a lot of information. It's got information on who's got cutting singles, who's in the studio. I know Katie Key with the Key Music News is now doing some work with them and, and posting blogs on there. And Katie only works for the with the people that she believes in. You know, she was part of the original deal back in the day. She knows how it's supposed to go, and if she's working with them, you know you can. That they're they're legit people. And, oh uh, yeah,
4: for sure. She's got a long history in the Texas music scene and, and been writing and and being around people. And uh, I know she's you know does other things besides you know. Uh, this contributing and stuff. She right. has you know, other businesses and stuff like that. Yep. But managing she's always, bands now, yeah, managing. not
1: mine. I've been begging her to manage my yeah, band. She ought to. I mean, I, come I would on. think so. But she, I begged her and begged her, but <laughs> she's got other irons in the fire. Yeah, you but know, we hey. still love her because she's awesome. Uh, so here here's some kind of stuff that you'll find on Texas Music Pickers. Uh, we've seen it every year where you'll hear the. Uh, a, a venue in town, we'll say, the Urban Cowboy Reunion, you know? Yeah. And those guys are not getting any younger. We know that. Mickey Gilly just had a bad accident. Yeah, I know. He um, rolled his car
4: like three times. Yeah, and
1: broke his <laughs> collarbone and all this other stuff. But the show must go on, even even uh, for him. He's, he's already <laughs> playing shows again. Well, yeah. So here's here's what you get to know. So if you're a fan of classic country, we just heard about a tour you'll be interested in. Music Row is reporting that Mickey Gilly and Johnny Lee are going to reunite for a tour called the Urban Cowboy Reunion Tour. Which in Texas, that's nothing new for us. They've been doing it. But it's been, I guess it's making the headlines now. They got a bigger publicist putting it in more, more yeah. places now. Yeah, it's a bigger they, they deal. they do. Have to. And, uh, so the tour starts January 26th, which is this week. Is that not right? Yeah, that's this week, yeah. This weekend, wow. I think, so. they're either starting it here or in Branson, one of the two. No, they're starting at the Redneck Country Club. Club. They're going to start Oh, no, yeah, there. they are. Because yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. A, Mickey actually called Michael Barry on his way to the doctor. At first, at <laughs> yeah, first they that. made it sound like the hospital. But no, it was after he had been checked out. But he was on his way to the doctor. And... He said, "Don't worry, Michael. I'm still gonna play the show even if I gotta sit down the whole time, you know when he kind of what's funny about that is he kind of does now anyway. Uh, he's got yeah. those two hot little girls that stand next to him sing background vocals, and then they help him stand up and he sings mm-hmm. a song and they help him sit down and he flirts with them all night and it's nothing's changed. it's awesome. No, I love it, that show.
4: It, it is a great show, uh, that,
1: but uh yeah, so it, they're gonna start in uh stafford or Stafford Redneck Country Club, and then they're gonna do other dates in Texas and Oklahoma." Uh, including April 20th in San Angelo, May 4th in Lawton, July 20th in Houston. I wonder where they're going to be in Houston. Mm. August 11th in New Braunfels and September 15th in Midland. And there's other a bunch of dates in Branson because Mickey Gilley, he owns that Shanghai Theater in Branson. Yeah, and and Johnny lives up there in Branson. It's going to be great, man, because I've seen them separately and I've seen their, their tour together. I saw them at Stafford Center Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple years ago, and they had all the videos and all that stuff going. It was really good production value, but it was really cool. But seeing both of them independently play down there at the Redneck Country oh, Club, it's just been awesome. I was working on
4: the movie with uh, John and them, and they were both in it. So uh, yeah. I walk into the room, and there's them three john schneider mickey and johnny well mickey gillie got
1: to kiss daisy duke on the dukes of hazard yeah Yeah. these
4: guys go all go way back and then but when you get them two in the room together oh man it is hilarious the stories you can get them to tell i can only imagine oh man i was i was just (laughs) There's, i have to tell you (laughs) later but uh, (laughs) later no this is internet radio (laughs) yeah we were shooting the scene in this movie and and um Uh, johnny lee plays a um a uh, bounty hunter more or less you know he's out there trying to find these escaped convicts and we're shooting this horrible scene in the the barn and it's raining and and johnny's not in the scene so and he doesn't have anything to do that day so he comes from his trailer he's you know in his shorts and a t-shirt (laughs) a six pack of beer and a chair just sits there just trying <laughs> to just just laughing all the way man it was just such a great that's rain, awesome
1: <laughs> well i have seen johnny without his rhinestone jacket on and it throws you off a bit yeah you know? it, does. it does it does throw does. you off it, a bit it, to see him there cuz you know it's him but don't that's not him yeah
4: that's uh, yeah, there's there's a few tattoos there
1: <laughs> yeah man <laughs> he's an old navy guy though man he's a old vietnam vet he's a beast dude he's a he's awesome but i, I man I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. I might have to change my plans and go down there and try to I, I know it's I'm pretty sure it's sold out. If it's not, go to redneckcountryclub.com and see if you still can still get tickets for that show cuz yeah, I don't know. I'm sure That's it's going to be a one hell of a night. It 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 is. I've seen them
4: both separately and I, you know, had the opportunity right. to talk to them together, but I know uh I mean, Johnny still puts on a kick-ass show. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is up there all night. His band is awesome as well. He still well. flirts
1: with the girls at the merch oh, table. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, all the time. And his uh, his sisters usually there, Janet. And uh, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Great shows, and uh, it's you, you can't ask for anything better. And then if you got an anniversary or a special occasion, if you're there, just go tell.
1: Oh yeah, Janet
4: and she'll slide yep. him a note and he'll make your night.
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he will. So here's a cool little quote that uh, I was just reading. Mickey said, Mickey Gilley said, I am thrilled to have the opportunity to tour once again with my good friend. The Urban Cowboy craze has kept my career alive for all these years and every night when I go to bed I thank John Travolta for my amazing career. At 81, I'm still rocking. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it, man. It, it, it's a lot of... These older guys, they're not going to be around
4: forever, and uh, mm-hmm. I know and we've just, We've seen that
1: you know, know, in the last and, couple of years. Yeah, and, and, and even
4: some of the younger ones. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lori White passed away yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. an amazing talent. That's Chuck Cannon's wife, a singer-songwriter root work with and all of that, and, and she just passed away. She had terminal cancer. And, right. Uh, but it was just like, wow, you know, bam. Yep. It was so... You, you don't know, know man. Un- you never know, so... You get out there and support these live, you know, live musics and go see them. them while so, you can. See them while you can. Yep. You know, you can listen to their music on you know whatever format you like to listen into. But going and hearing it live, there's nothing better.
1: That's the thing about firecrackers, man. You know, it's the the you light the fuse, the fuse goes, and everybody sits there in anticipation to see it go off. But then when it goes off, it's over too soon. And that's yeah. just kind of how all these comedians and actors and artists and musicians and all these things that we all love to watch and see it's it never lasts long enough and their careers are usually i mean their lives are i think they burn it up all at once you know it seems like it just seems like they don't seem to live as long until you get you get some gold you get the john Conleys of the world and the mickey gillies of the world and the johnny lee's of the world that they last a long time and then you have the phenomenons that nobody can explain like the uh the uh, Keith Richards and, <laughs> and stuff like that. He's just pickled. Yeah, you know. he's just pickled. He's marinated. But uh, but anyway, but but then you have the ones that are just they out there that they live a super fast life and then pfft, mm-hmm. it's gone. So gone. Get out there and support them and join them while you can because you never know, man. Tomorrow's not promised for sure. So here's another cool thing coming up. What if you could have an up close and personal concert with some of your favorite Texas red dirt artists while sailing the seas? Oh. Yeah. September tw- 16th through 23rd. All this information, by the way, come from com. September tw- 16th through 23rd um, this year, the Texas Country Music Cruise. And their lineup is Reckless Kelly, Bart Crow, Jason Eady, Zane Williams, Jake Worthington, Curtis Grimes, Holly Tucker, Jason Cassidy. Austin Alsop and Glenn Templeton. More artists to be announced, which means uh, I could get a call any day. Yeah, yeah. Any day. Hey, they could just call those. me. Those and, are fun. There's yeah. also
4: another one, if I'm not mistaken, happening at the end of this month. We're getting a next month as well. Uh, it's a bunch of uh, a bunch of the heavy, heavy hitters from Texas Music. Uh, yeah, I think Jason Boland and a bunch of the other guys. They're all banned, kinky free man. I can't even remember See, the whole list. It's uh, you know everybody and anybody that's... There, I think they're doing one here in the next they couple They do one of weeks. in Florida. I
1: think they do one in Florida every year. Yeah,
4: I think this one, they uh, it's out of. I think you got to fly to Florida to go. Yeah. Or it might, it might be out of Galveston. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. I, I just seen it in passing, or somebody mentioned it to me uh, on on the internet, and I was yep. like, Well, hell, I didn't know about that. That'd have been fun.
1: Yeah, it would have been fun. There's a great resort down in uh, Cancun that I went to for a wedding, and a lot of Texas artists go down there and do shows. What it is is they're all figured out that they can uh, go play a show and call it, and then they can have a vacation while everybody else comes and pays. And if enough people pay, they get their vacation for free. free, It's just like having a wedding down there. So it's great. It's a great idea. I've tried to do it. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to, I would love to go and just say yeah. I'm I think Caleb even did that down yeah. in Belize last summer, didn't? Yeah, yeah. something like that. I mean, <laughs> so whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get on the beach is what I'm saying. I love life on the beach. Anywhere there's water, we covered that already. Yeah, we covered that. So uh, hey, if you're interested in that cruise, go to TexasCountryMusicCruise.com, or if you can't remember that, just that's it's on the Texas Music Pickers website again too. So uh, you can go all there, but. They have, uh, like I said, Texas Music Biggers has a lot of good information. They have a lot of good stuff. Um, they've got some opinion stuff, which I, I think we, I read through it. I think there's some cool topics in there we could discuss, too. And one other thing they do that's really great uh, is they, they the people that are releasing new singles, the hardest thing is to get traction, like get going. Yeah. And so there's several places you can go, and uh, they have, or they're Internet-based, and so they have a little bit big... They, play your songs a little more often. But they... Uh, I don't want to do too much inside baseball. But yeah, so if you get them to play it, you're great. You get mm. a lot of spins right off the bat. And uh, it helps to advertise. But the uh, the hardest part is just getting rolling. And so Texas Music Pickers has a really cool thing that they do. And they put out these new singles. They pick a mm. few of the new singles. There's, all, there's so many of them, but they pick some. And then they ask their... Uh, Fans on Facebook and on Twitter and maybe even on Instagram to vote Mm -hmm. on who their favorite single is and then they put that one on their Spotify playlist and it just gives them a lot more exposure and it helps them get up and then they they post every week their own um, Spotify chart and that's different a little bit than what you're going to see in the Texas music chart or whatever else it is you know so it's really cool to uh, that they do all that. And so, what we're going to do next is if you want, if you guys want to go vote on your next favorite single. There's ten of them actually right now. Do you have the list up handy? Or no, uh,
4: I can bring it up here. Let I me might. See where I might going.
1: already have it pulled up on my. Week end. four. I do. I it's have week it. four. Yeah. So right now, their singles that you can go vote on. Are Daryl Dodd, Phineas Reb Tanner, Tanner Fanaglio. Fin- I don't know him and I don't wanna I don't want I don't want to mess his name up. Uh, Aaron Einhouse and uh, Two Gun Hattie Midland Robert Stoll the Powell Brothers or is it Stoll or Stowell? Probably Stowell. I don't think it's Stowell don't Powell Brothers and Sundance Head. So those guys are all out there with new singles. And you can go vote right now for your favorite and help out who you want to vote, help out. We picked three of them that we're gonna play on break and and maybe you guys like what you hear and you'll go vote right away and so thank you texas music pickers for uh for all the information you provide out there and and i hope that we can get you guys in the studio really soon but yeah we for sure it would be it'd be a lot of fun for sure and we're gonna start it off we got we're gonna play the the wide open and uh is the name of the band and the title is long road home follow that by sundance head and then tanner So, uh, if you like any of these songs, go vote. If you want to see, if if you're a real big Daryl Dodd fan and you want to see him get back up there on the charts, go vote for Daryl Dodd. It's all up to you guys, the listeners. So, thank y'all. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
6: I lose.
2: or just a fender bender the last thing you need to do is tangle with the big city when classic auto group collision center can take care of all your repairs island style our certified technicians can repair any maker, model and we back up every repair with a lifetime warranty classic auto group collision center now open at 6601 harborside drive classic galveston.com classic galveston enjoy
3: the difference island style
1: all right welcome back folks we were uh we were enjoying the music ourselves. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's
4: some awesome stuff.
1: Go to texasmusicpickers.com and vote for your favorite new single. They uh, These guys are really dedicated to getting in. I was reading through their bio and stuff and just trying to get to know more about them, but they're really dedicated to getting into bands that are at the ground floor still. They want to, they want to see the bands that are out there playing for tips for gas money for five people and then yeah. be able to know them when they break through and do well, you know? Yeah. They're not just out there trying to promote the big guys. They're they're really wanting to promote the little guys and make them big or help make them big in, in their own little way.
4: Well, that's the thing, and it's also growing the overall okay. market. I was reading some of the other stuff that they've put out, you know, some of the technical stuff, and about you know where the growth is coming from, where, where you know who's consuming Texas country, mm-hmm. you know the Texas oh, yeah. music, and it's and uh, it's actually growing more from outside this Texas Oklahoma, right? You know, red dirt scene from everywhere, you know, yeah. from you know from big cities to small towns and everything else. There was some really great de- data, uh, you know, on that. Uh, they from got California. It. Yep. and uh missouri and, illinois, illinois. yeah and uh, you know denver and everywhere else you know and,
1: and then uh, even around the world too yeah. they're they showing uh they had a 52 percent growth in united kingdom 47 percent growth in canada uh apparently the germans don't like us that much anymore they lost some there but uh australia they had a 90 percent i know whenever i release singles um and I haven't done one in a while, but I was releasing singles there, you know, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Australia loved it; they would just pick it right up. And I was like, "Oh, bring me to Australia, then. Come on, yeah, let's, go, yeah, let's go, let's go, man. Hey, Any that's, chance that's to a go great to place Australia? To spend our winter, which yeah. is their summer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we have I have new neighbors, and they're from Australia. Oh, great! And great, so they great. said the hardest part, um, or one of the weirdest things about me living in Texas is that it being cold during Christmas, <laughs> because they're so used <laughs> to, to, to it to being it. warm. Yeah, yes. it was just that was that's crazy to to think of. I mean, we have warm winters, obviously, and we've had True. some warm Good. Christmases too. Yeah, I've gone swimming on
4: Christmas days, so. but
1: not not middle of summer hot Christmas. No. You know, that's just insane. <laughs> well, but you know,
4: think about it; it's, it's, it's like we in July. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, total total opposite June, July time frame right. of, of of the year. So, yeah, it's 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 quite warm down uh, down there for Christmas.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of hard, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like you should change the name, but uh no, it's still Christmas. It still means exactly what it's supposed to mean, but um so I mentioned one of those founders of the uh, Texas Music Pages, Chris Fox, and so he's he was their contributor. Now they have Katie Key and now they have a new lady which I I would have to go back on my computer.
4: It's Christina Ramirez. Yeah, Christina uh, Ramirez. She's from Austin. Uh, yeah, she's an Austin singer-songwriter. In know, that from, group, yeah, that that whole uh, groove over in Austin, which is, you know, that uh, I thirty-five corridor, mm-hmm. everything from Waco to San Antonio. It's oh, just yeah. like one big town now. I mean, right, you know, right. It's one big long shopping mall. If you, <laughs> yeah. So she'll bring.
1: <laughs> so she should bring some pretty good insight. I know that um, Mike over there at Pacific Yard House is wanting to get yeah. a lot of those people to come play. In Conroe, so yeah, within the sound of my voice, if if you if y'all are some of those Austin pickers, um, there's a place for you here. They want to the Pacific Yard House wants to start bringing some of that Austin Hill Country music over to to Conroe, and he's willing to feed you well and, yeah, and maybe give, maybe give you and, a hotel and all that. I'll yeah. let you take the details up with him, but yeah, there's a place for you here. They want to they want to do that, and if you guys. Want to be a part of my songwriter showcase night on Wednesdays? Just hook me up, and uh, we will we'll de- arrange that. And I, yeah, we can stream it for all your fans,
4: and we can do all sorts of neat stuff with that. Yeah. So it's uh, you know the singer showcase, uh, singer songwriter showcase on Wednesdays that you're doing. Yep. That's gonna be a it's gonna uh, take off. I know Wednesdays is kind of a weird day, yeah, for some reason. Um, you know, and a lot of these guys that play and are playing music and are doing these things still have day jobs too.
1: So. They still have day jobs and. Like a lot of my buddies, they have regular gigs every yeah. day of the week. I mean, that's how they pay their rent. If yeah. they don't have a day job, then that's how they pay their rent. So they've already got shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yep. and uh, but you get in there, you know, you get in there with some, enough advance. And you know, I've, I've already talked to my buddy uh, Matt Parrish with Market Junction. He's he's yeah. into doing a show and got my friend Amy. Hugh Amy. Krausen now. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to get her to come do a show too. But those middle of the weeks with those people with day jobs, it's or or if you got family and kids and school, and it's just it's it's hard. It's rough, but. We're gonna get it, and we're gonna do it right, and we're gonna have cameras, or at least one camera, maybe eventually multi-camera. Yeah, we'll have multi cameras And, and then we, uh, you know, there's
4: all sorts of stuff that we can, we're you know, we're working on and trying to bring, bring yep. forward and be able to, you know, if you can't catch it, you know, can't be there, you can at least still watch and yep. and kind of get an idea for what's going on. And then and I'm to, gonna
1: run contests too through the streaming video to where. Uh, that gets you all off your butt from yeah. watching the streaming show and come in, and there'll be something in it for you. Yeah. Maybe if you come into the show, if, and those instructions will be given during the live broadcast. So yeah, I'm not giving it away now. Know. It's the only way you'll know. How can I get free crawfish? Listen to the listen to the live streaming. If you're not at my show, that's it. In other words, never tune out from me. Pay attention to me at all times. <laughs> you never know what's
4: coming around the corner.
1: You know, yeah, there's always something good coming. So always expanding and, the brand and putting my voice out there where I can for sure.
4: Yeah, you got to. Yeah, and that's the thing about being able to play in all these different markets and having these you know Wednesday nights or these you know what what some places consider they're off nights. It's not a Friday or Saturday night, you know, the crowds, mm-hmm. are, you know, it's a little smaller, but it's a lot more fun too. It's right. more intimate and you can, you know, it's not, it's it get you out there. I mean, yep. it gets these new artists and gets them coming over from, uh, you know, Austin different. And, and San Antonio and, you know, and even if we can just get areas. some more
1: Cypress artists over here, I mean, here yeah. you know, there's I mean, like that, these yeah, little a, pockets of musicians mm-hmm. that are real talented, but what, what we, you know, I mean, I know, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for any other artist. But for me, it, there's a benefit to playing shows within a certain radius of your house so that it's not costing you gas and too much time to go do that show Certainly, during yeah. the week. And then on the weekends, you go and do your big stuff and make your big money shows. But um, if you're going to be playing every night of the week, it's, it's – I mean – if you only make 150 bucks, but it costs you 20 in gas to get there and 15 in tolls and yeah. you got, you know, it stops being worth it. So real quick. <laughs> yeah. So to, so to have a place that you can go and these Cypress people can come over here and yeah. play. And then these people can maybe go to Cyprus. I don't know, but, um, just getting other people in different pockets and different, different fans. I mean, that's all it's about. Just get new fans and new places. And then eventually it builds and builds and builds, you know?
4: Yeah. Cause we, uh, you know, the Woodlands people could come up here. Even I mean, yeah, the Woodlands and Conroe—it's almost two different places, even though it's connected. But it's truly Man. almost two different. It's You're two right. different worlds. It really is. <laughs> I used to—I
1: used to joke when I lived in Houston. I used to joke about the loopers, and people were like the loopers. And I was like, anybody that lived inside, inside the 16 the, yeah. loop, they won't go outside of it, mm-hmm. even if it's just—they won't even cross it to maybe to go to the Galleria. But usually, they won't even do it to go there. They're just like, nope, that's 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 outside the loop. I'm like, it's one exit not going nah, they're not going anywhere and, near and that now road. i'm finding myself being that way with living here in the woodlands i'm like that's in conroe they're like it's five miles that's still in conroe i, I go <laughs> the back way so it doesn't bother me you know i, just, uh, I was
4: uh, i don't know i'll
1: run up to huntsville even, and stuff. even I mean. even i'm in the north end of the woodlands and then there's the south side of the woodlands and it's, yeah. it's maybe a 10 mile stretch on the freeway yeah. But you get me to go to the south part of the Woodlands, you're yeah, out of you're, your mind. Uh, you're
4: not going to go hit Rayford Sawdust no, for anything, No, I'm not going to drive
1: down to Rayford Sawdust for nothing. Like I, That literally happened the other day. I was looking for something for my son. Um, I went to Hobby Lobby. I mean, I went to Michael's. And they said, well, maybe there's one at Hobby Lobby. I said, well, then i got to drive all the way to Conroe. And they go, no, there's one right there at Rayford Sawdust. And I was like, I don't want to drive, drive there, there either. Yeah, I'm going to have to drive all
4: the way to Conroe. <laughs> And so. then, God forbid if you have to go to Spring. Oh, know, I know. That's only one more exit Ooh. down, but oh man, that is just uh, mm-hmm, there's a stretch of freeway there that yeah you just got to give up. It's man.
1: hellacious, yeah, it's, it's, man. Yeah, that stretch it's, it's between bad. the mall and, and 99 is just terrible. It's it's god awful. You don't want to fight it any day of the hour, any, or any hour of the week, any day of the week. It's just terrible. Yeah, but. I'd rather drive from it, it. It's
4: quicker for me to drive to College Brian College Station than it is to drive to Houston. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a true story. It's it's twice as far but yeah. it's just the same amount of time but so. a lot more pretty when you get to your destination <laughs> yeah 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 and i get to see my daughter over at AM so oh, that's uh, but, good you know and i work with uh you know some other production companies over there and do mm-hmm. stuff for them and i mean i'll go to huntsville and you know it's that's you know, right kind of, i went through uh your your old stomping grounds there the other day oh yeah the new airline stuff oh yeah i took uh 75 but i didn't yeah. feel like jumping on the interstate so you know hell half that stretch is 70 anyway it's the same it's actually faster on the speed limits higher on a two lane blacktop than it is on the interstate through that between New Waverly <laughs> and Huntsville. Yeah. Yeah. It's sixty five on the interstate and it's seventy on the two lane. That's
1: right, that's right. <laughs> that's how we do <laughs>
4: You gotta love Texas you yeah. know you get on some of these roads it's seventy five on a two lane blacktop and it's yeah. like
1: <laughs> Or you get out there to the uh you get out there to the tollways out there in Austin, San Antonio, it's oh, 85. It's 85. yeah.
4: And I ten in some places outside of San Antonio and you know, west of San Antonio it's eighty five.
1: There's a road that I don't believe. I think it's a joke. So it's in Dodge, the road in Dodge, when you're taking 190 to Livingston. Uh-huh. And it's a cutoff to Dodge, Texas, which is Dodge is tiny. I don't even think they put the population on the sign. It's just yeah. tiny. It's nothing. But you turn onto this little road, and it's a two lane road, no shoulders. And the second you turn onto it, it says 70 miles an hour. And there's yeah. houses and places, you know, like, yeah. like um, almost like a neighborhood, but a rural neighborhood. And it's 70 miles an hour right off the bat. And I just, I, every time I see that, I'm like, there's no way I'm driving 70 on this road. I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> and I don't think anybody really drives 70 because you just, you know how you can get on the road and you can just kind of feel what would be safe? Safe, yeah. 70 does not feel so safe, safe on this on road. road. There's it's, a couple of them that I've been on bumpy, like that. It's bumpy. It doesn't have that shoulder. So the edges of the road are kind of cracking and breaking off. And it looks still, like
4: 75 <laughs> up there. Yeah. It's a two-lane blacktop, no shoulder. And there's a ditch and tree. Yeah. Man, and it's 70 miles an hour. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Maybe. Maybe I'll drive down the uh, middle.
4: <laughs> and there's a lot of traffic on there. Yeah, middle. if I drive down the it's middle, crazy. maybe it's
1: safe. It's nuts, dude. And yeah. then you, you never know up there. You don't know if you're going to have a tractor pulling a big old load of hey, yeah. yeah, you never know what's coming out there.
4: But, you know, there's some other great black tops. And uh, you go up the back way to... You know, around Lake Livingston and yeah. all of that. There's some great roads out there that you can just, you know, just go on there. Right. You know, they're beautiful two lanes with shoulders. And, you know, the cops will get out your way because they're not in any hurry. You know, they'll pull over. Hey, I say, yeah, I say, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. First time I did that when I moved to Texas and I was passing a cop, they pulled over. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> What's going on? I'm in, they don't do
2: that in Florida, Is he laying man.
1: spike strips down? What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, then blue light's going to come on. Speeding. Yeah. What's the speed limit? Yeah. What's going on for real? So, I got I uh, I don't know if this is a funny story or if it's a sad story. It's uh, It's. It's funny, I'm going to say. But uh, I have to apologize to my dad in advance because he is going to be uh, on the radio Uh-oh. with this story. So, my dad, the hard headed farmer, he uh, we went fishing the other day. And we've been fishing in Lake Conroe. We had his fish finders dialed in by a professional in Lake Conroe. All right. Cost me a good, good money. Spent a whole day, eight hours out there doing this. It's, it's, you know, it, it's a process and it, and it was great. So we go to Lake Livingston because we're going to actually have for the first time ever a fuller family reunion. And we've never done that before ever in my life. And, So we're going to have a family reunion, but we're also going to make it a fishing tournament. So it's going to be a fuller family fishing frenzy, whatever you want to call it. There you go. Yeah. Just watch those F-words. There's there's so many (laughs) F-words. But but anyway, so we are going to go up and and kind of start scouting out the area because we don't fish up there much. He he fishes up there a lot, but he's usually below the dam. And this is on the north end of Island, Alaska. And so we are going to go map everything out and kind of look at everything and... He's got a fancy new trolling motor that kind of drives itself. (laughs) It stows itself. It deploys itself. It's cool, you know. And I'm up there kind of messing with the trolling motor while we're driving out. Now, it was cloudy. It was 50 degrees, and the wind was blowing. We had probably three- or four-foot white-cap waves out there. We're just rocking, just That'll beat you up. Oh, it was killing us. And so I'm trying to drive the trolling motor. And I keep looking back and my dad's like messing with stuff and I'm like, Now dad, I told you don't be messing with those buttons, you know, don't don't go and my dad's not crazy. I mean my dad's in his right frame of mind and everything. It's just that he's hard headed and he he thinks he can do everything. And he he can to a point. He's yeah, just like everybody He's a else. jack of all trades. <laughs> right. But when you're the he's a man, so when there's a button there, it's <laughs> gotta be push- pushed. <laughs> so we 're driving, and normally like like Conroe usually i 'm able to keep my eye on him kind of i 'm like, "What are you doing and he's like oh i'm just, no, don 't do that you know yeah. so somehow we I get into this false sense of security, or this <laughs> maybe I was just hypnotized by the waves as we 're driving out, you know. And I look back and he's just steadily just pushing buttons, pushing buttons. I was like, what are you doing now? I was like, oh, I think I'm just trying to see which color palette works. I was like, Dad, we've been on the same color palette for two months. Like, why <laughs> even change the colors? Like, and he'll go, like, I think I like this one. I was like, That's the one it was on, you know. And he just kept doing stuff like that. It was a running it started to get to be a running joke. Because every single time I'd ask what's going on, it was, Oh, I'm just messing with the colors. Color palettes. Right? Yeah, you should have done something wrong. Right. right. Then. <laughs> so then uh, he go I hear him holler at my brother. He's like, Hey, Sam, come on. Over here and look at this. Why well, can't find my side scan or my down scan? And so my brother's like, here, just get up, let me look at it. So he's looking through it. Now my brother wasn't there the day that we learned all about this technology. It was just me. Well, I'm up at the front of the boat with the trolling motor. So now my brother's there with all the new shiny buttons. <laughs> and he can't figure it out either. So I uh We finally get somewhere. I was like, well, we got to get out of these ways. So we kind of, we fire up the big motor and we drive Mm -hmm. out. Now there's a lot of stumps, fields, and stuff. That's why we're using a trolling motor anyway. So we fire up the big motor. We go to where it's a little bit more protected cove and we're not rocking as much. So then I go back there to the the depth finder and I start messing with stuff and I'm going, I can't, what did this screen come from? (laughs) All of a sudden, I've got a 3D view of the buildings around me, and it's all like I'm on street level on Google or something. You know, I'm going, what now? Where was all this? This has never been here before. What did you do? do. And he's like, I don't... I was just changing... I was trying to clear it up and make it look... And I was like, well, okay. And I'm looking and looking and looking, and there is no down imaging and no side scan, which he spent (laughs) a lot of money for those two features. And that's that's the feature... That looks like the 3D sonograms that people get for their babies now. It's kind of got that yeah, brownish-looking, you know, well, it can be whatever cal- color you want. Yeah, but yeah, and you can change it anytime <laughs> you want to, apparently. But when you do, you lose the sonogram. So that's what happened. We lost We lost it. It was just gone. Just oh, completely wow. gone. And I'm going through all these settings trying to figure out if you turn it off on accident. Can I turn it back on? Mm-hmm. There's nothing. The code they use is s i for side imaging and d i for down imaging, and those two letters did not appear side by side at any point in that <laughs> in any menu on that thing anymore. It was <laughs> gone, so we had to do the dreaded default setting reset Ooh. yeah, so I did it we we did the we reset the default settings and I come back up still nowhere to be found. I was like oh crap this is this is not good like it should be there somewhere somehow. And I mess with stuff, mess with stuff. I'm looking through all the settings again. Nothing. So I, I've restored default again. Why not? Let's just try it right. again. And then it came back, and all of a sudden it said uh, it had S-I and D-I and asked if we wanted to turn it on or off. I was like, oh, finally. Yeah. So we turned it on, turned it on, and then I start hiding all these other weird, random, stupid things that I've never seen before, bird's-eye view and street view or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and so – uh then I spent the next hour doing everything we did the last time, and we were trying to find structure so I could yeah, get it I mean, all dialed
0: in. But, man, by the time
1: it was all said and done, <laughs> I had this thing right back to almost, I'm going to say almost as good as, way better, almost as good as it was <laughs> when we hired the professional to do it. But uh, he, uh, luckily, he was a good teacher, too, because I paid attention when he was doing it. Because he didn't just dial it in and just be done. He dialed it in told me why he was doing it and all this right. sort other of stuff and uh and i'm glad he did because i learned a lot apparently hey, so i think i can dial in fish finders now that's hey, hey if you somebody you paid somebody now and somebody can pay you exactly except he knows how to find
4: fish with it <laughs> i can't find a fish yet we Lake Livingston's
0: hard. since day. my dad got all
1: hard. that gear i've caught zero fish oh, man. and he's caught two no he's caught he's gone out a couple of times and caught a couple of crappie and stuff but but the fish we were hunting for, he's yeah. only he's caught two, and I hadn't caught nothing because I'm yeah. usually too busy pushing buttons Pins. to fix buttons that got pushed <laughs> that weren't supposed to be pushed. For the first we, place we were out there for seven hours. I spent six hours resetting a daggum depth finder. But I love you, Dad, and uh, and I and I'm glad you have all that cool stuff. But stop pushing, pushing buttons. The
4: buttons. <laughs> Don't push the buttons. I I, I oh. used to do that
1: with a you
4: know broadcast engineer, radio engineer, and. Yeah, uh, something's not working in the studio well quit pushing the buttons right these well, buttons are the only ones you're allowed to push right. don't push you push anything else something's not gonna work exactly
1: well and you were you were here today like i don't touch any of this yeah. stuff whenever the show is over it all goes it's powered down the room's locked no kids are allowed in here except for homework and there's usually a parent with them and like nothing gets touched and so then I come in, I fire everything up and we start go to start the show and mm-hmm. something's not mm-hmm. working. <laughs> Why? It's, it's it just came one back of those it's a software re- reboot. So yeah. I close the software, the hard a hard, hard reboot of the software mm-hmm. and it works fine, but at yeah, least I know I mean, that now. A lot of the software these
4: days is not designed to be up and running 24/7. Right. And your computer goes to sleep and all of that and you know But your computer for
1: some reason realizes that when you hit X to close it, it means you want to minimize it but not see it in your taskbar. Yeah. It doesn't actually close the program. No, it doesn't. And so it's uh, You got to go to file it, it, and hit exit. Until you
4: get up and spend a lot of money on software, you know, yeah. the high-end stuff. Then it'll then it'll, it'll stay up and it'll stay running. And there's some settings and ways you can even mess with 10. That's a little bit better. But yeah, yeah 10's still not, uh, you know, hey, we go on about Windows and... Windows I'm just ready for a computer to it,
1: just kind of read my mind. Like, I just need a screen that reads my mind but has access to the Internet.
4: Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> getting closer. It really is. It's... Uh, you can... There's all sorts of you can talk to it, tell it what to do. You know, just like you know, I've got the little Apple Watch. You can tell it, and it'll make your phone do what it'll. It's crazy the amount of technology and and getting into the you know all the stuff that well you know like the live streaming and everything else that we're able to do now. This is a lot of fun, but there is a learning curve to it all and. uh and it keeps it fun and it gives you know musicians and everybody else anybody that's creative it gives you so many more outlets and ways to you know get your stuff out there you yep. know it's changed so much and then and that, you know now we have to start and you know we, we don't think about okay you know how do i get my you know record or song played on a radio and now we're worried about what you know how many formats can i get it on <laughs> right just you know there's all these things and it's easy to do. You can self promote and you can do a lot of stuff yourself. You're not indebted to the record companies or anybody else. I mean, right. you raise a little bit of money. Yeah, it's not, you know, cheap, but you can you can produce some really nice, well, great sounding stuff that's, you know.
1: The way it is now the marketing almost costs as much as the the making because there's so many places that will take your money to uh to advertise your product and I've I've done the minimal, and I've done probably not the maximum, but I've definitely done more than I think was worth it at times yeah. for certain singles. Um, so you really need to do the research on your kind of what your listener base is listening to. I had somebody, and they may be right, they may be wrong. Because I'm an Apple user, I I look at things through an iTunes perspective. Mm-hmm. But supposedly the market share according to the person I was talking to, um, was dominated more by the Amazon music and by droid users in the uh, Google store. And so more people, um, get their music through those things. But I just, I, in my gut, I couldn't believe that because I'm an iTunes guy because I own an iPhone. So it was, where do you market? Where do you put your marketing dollars? Do you really want to push the Google play or do you really want to push your iTunes sales? And then How many people listen to Spotify, and then how many people? I mean, obviously, I know, I do know that like SoundCloud is not a contender.
4: No, there's a lot that
1: are. So, there's so many places you can put your music, and luckily it's digital though, right? It's not Mm. like you're handing people stuff. Like if this was a, if we still were doing digital CDs, and you had to send digital CDs to every single place to get them to put your music out there, that costs you money.
5: Yeah, and a lot.
1: But unless they demand you buy a banner ad to get played. It's not costing you anything to just shoot them an email or upload your file. It's no, not. They can't do that anyway. Supposedly, yeah. so
4: uh, <laughs> it's called pay play. There are OCC rules it, about that. There
1: really is. You, you, uh, yeah, but uh, we can talk about that off air. I don't want to <laughs> get. I don't want to get blacklisted. Uh, no,
4: there's there, there there's a uh, you know group. It's all new mediums and stuff. Yep. I don't. Nobody. Can really understand the two minutes of the rules. You know, they're still arguing about you know how to pay somebody. You know, for paying, oh, I know. you know how to how to record stuff. They're and using all a, that, you know, and it's like pre
1: World War Two
4: copyright laws. laws, and it's 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 crazy. And I, I think it'll 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 start to work itself out here. You know, in in the near future, hopefully, and. Uh, we can get some stuff settled. And so, everybody, you can, uh, you know, all the artists and singers and songwriters, they all get paid. And then you can also actually, you know, have a radio show or have an internet station and actually, you know, make money on it. Yeah. And not well, spend it all. There's also
1: 100. way more content creators now than there ever Ever was, oh, yeah, for sure. So even even if they got it all worked out to where it was nice and fair, you're definitely still not going to see as big of a piece of the pie as you used to because there's just more pieces of pie to give out. Yeah, know? this is true. You know
4: the you know it, it's it's grown so much. Uh, it's so easy to produce content mm-hmm. now, and and with that ease comes okay, well, yeah, you can create content. Now we have to create good content mm-hmm. or you know, or compelling content, people that you can monetize in one way or another. And then once you start monetizing, okay, well what's the best way? Well there's nine million ways right. to monetize it. Which one pays the best and and all of that. And you know, it's just gonna be a it's a constant curve. Yeah. Uh, and it and changes all, all the time. And it changes. But I think it'll like I said, it'll it'll it's starting to you, settle down to some some level of
1: sanity so i heard a rumor from somebody a while back and i haven't confirmed it myself but that itunes was going to go to streaming only and no downloads and that once they do that because they, they kind of lead the trend you know as far as like what's if you can buy it if you can download it, if you can stream it or whatever and so if they actually went to where you couldn't download the songs to own personally it's just through streaming um that kind of gets a that does away with downloads unless you go and have it on your own website and they can download it from your own website, your own server. You know. Well, what, the, I don't know about whether they're going to do that or not, but it. I don't makes, either. Just, it know, was
4: somebody that it, that told me that, and when, they were. When you think about it, all right, it's still downloadable from everywhere because most of the stuff that. You know, on a larger scale, it's it's out there. It's on YouTube. They've made a music video. It's whatever you can download stuff all day long from YouTube for free. You know, yeah, and, and get whatever content. And know it's not right. You need to pay for the music, but um, you know, but it's just it's no different than listening on the radio and recording it on a tape. You know, for uh, personal yeah, use. Way back you in know, the day, you know, make your you know, own mixtapes. We, 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 we've made, I've made plenty, and
1: uh, I made plenty of tapes where Casey Kasem was doing the top forty, and then I would. Uh, put my own little, have my own little cheesy little microphone plugged into the side of the red radio, and oh, I yeah. just like do my own little things. And oh, and yo, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, the
4: technology comes along. I mean, I can sit in my studio, and anything that I can stream or listen to, I can record, and you know, real, real high resolution audio, yeah. you know, and you know and put it right onto a CD, I can burn it live to see, you know. I mean, I, I have a lot of toys, but everybody's got this. You I know, saw some, much.
1: somebody put a tweet out, or it may have been, I think it was a quote of somebody that was a tweet, and they said, the, the good thing is that anybody can make a record these days. The bad news is, everybody yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, there, there's a lot. Uh, I heard a couple that I, uh, I had to question. Why i was even listening to it well and i'm sure that
1: there is prob and it's probably more more than i would want to know but i'm sure there's plenty of people out there like what was this guy thinking when i release any of my albums you know it is what it is that's it's suggestive not everybody's gonna like it no and nobody you don't have to but if you find a niche in your market make it I, yeah. it, well, it doesn't
4: matter if i like it or not I, I, there's it so makes many no people. It shouldn't make a difference to you who likes it
1: or who doesn't. As long as one other person likes it, make it. Yeah, true, true. Make w- it for your
4: damn self. I Willie, mean, Willie Nelson why?
1: said uh, in his book, "The uh, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die." Books. He, somebody asked him a uh, a question about what if you critiqued another songwriter's song or something. And what would you expect that artist to say or how would they react if you gave him like bad feedback or something like that? He said, well, I would hope if they're worth anything, if they're worth a grain of salt kind of deal. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not quoting uh, was that their response would be, well, who the hell is Willie Nelson? You know, <laughs> so we do need to do it for ourselves as artists. But we also have that that urge to please everybody. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. at least yeah. I do. Not all of them do. I know plenty of my friends that when they say they don't care what anybody thinks, they really don't. And they're entertainers, uh-huh. and if they, if they just don't care. They're going to play what they want to play, and they're not afraid to tell people. Don't ask me for a cover. I only play originals. They're they're fine with that, and their fans love them for it. If I get halfway snarky, people <laughs> turn on me. Man, they turn <laughs> on me quick. They have to be. I'm all polite and stuff usually.
4: Yeah. The, well, they yeah you're you and they're them and, and that's the way they want to do things. And, uh, they've probably always been that way. So that's what they expect. And, uh, and, you you know, you are the way you are and everybody else is, yep. too. And, uh, you know, it's it, everybody's got their, you know, little niche in the market. And, you know, people like it or they don't. And, you know, if, if you can make a living at it, it's even better. And that's, that's the hardest thing is, it, you know, you, you're doing what you love to do and what you want to do. And mm-hmm. even if you're just starting out and, you know, your goal is to make a living at it. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know. Well, I think everybody's goal when they first start is to just—they just, just want to play music, get drunk, meet women, and and get paid to do it. And yeah. then then all of a sudden they're like, oh wow, I can actually make good money doing this, or <laughs> I can get more fans. And so that's when they start getting a little more serious. My personal journey started off with not the women part because I've <laughs> been with my wife since we were I was eighteen, but. Um, but yeah, man, free alcohol. I'm in, dude. Uh, you and know, free
4: alcohol. I can be
1: the life of the party and all that other <laughs> good stuff. And that that meant something to me at the time. And it was, it had, I guess, it kind of had its own value in a way. Um, and then you know, a couple kids later and mm, yeah. all that good stuff. So my first album. And I was going to mention this earlier. Most of the people that have known me for a while, that f- for some reason are brave enough to tell me what they really think. <laughs> They're like they love my first album way more than my my second album. They're not too hip, hip on my second album. And the weird thing to me as the songwriter is that my songwriting in the second album was way better. Yeah. But and then the songwriting in my first album was I was still a rookie, I was an amateur, and I just wrote about drinking beer. And it's funny that that's and it was recorded well for the circumstances I had, but it was definitely recorded in 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 a, it wasn't the high quality <laughs> recording. Let's put it that way. I'm very happy with it. I'm still proud to own that CD. It's my CD. I made it. It's great. Um, but when it comes to quality of that and what can come out of studios these days, and that was, oh, God, yeah. it's a lot different. And people just like that first album better because I guess it's because it's just simple. It's it's kind of it's kind of like your typical bar room. It still was still was in the vein of the old pat and cory country you know Yeah, yeah and for sure. uh but then i had a couple of kids i've experienced a little bit more life and so my <laughs> second album was a lot of life experiences and i was trying really hard to write the songs well and uh use less words to tell a bigger story and you know just all those things i just fine-tuned the writing style and I'm I'm way more proud of the the writing of that one but people are like the feel and the vibe and the sound of the first one better. Yeah, It's crazy. You know, that you know
4: you can have great con- you know content, the music and the writing and the lyrics and you know how you put it together but you know it's also about how you record it and what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You know, do you do it in the garage and you know how I'm, you wouldn't go do it in the front yard if it sounds good. I mean, right. that's what and that's what has been lost a lot of in recording these days. It has. It's and, gotten it, a
1: little too clean. It, it's
4: gotten to be this sterile environment where, you know, they, the musicians aren't in the same rooms, and, you know, or if they are, you know, it's just one or two of them, and then they polish and they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. the hell with that? It, 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 it wasn't done that way. It, it, you know, they, a lot of times old albums that are just, you know, Zeppelin albums, you know. There's so, the first three were in studios. Four was in a house, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, there's a ton of albums that are, you know, just sonically, and and, and when you get into producing and, and you're, you know, mixing down and stuff, that are, you know, it as soon as you hear it it's something that's going to stick with you. Yeah. And those are the ones, and they were recorded in the, well, I mean, it was a really cool house in England, (laughs) but you know, still, you know, and then there, you know, some Fleetwood Mac stuff that was recorded Uh in some mansions in in France. And, you know, there's all of these. Well, I revisited
1: the, I revisited the Bruce Springsteen Seeger sessions where they recorded in his house. And I mean, they got an orchestra and a horn section section and a choir and everything in the house. And, they all recorded at the same time. It wasn't track yeah. by track. They just said one, two, three, and they did, did it. And it was it's such a good album. It's a great it's album. hundred year old songs. Well, now hundred more like one hundred and thirty year old songs. But uh, if you haven't listened to Springsteen's Secret Sessions, I I give give it a rec. I give it a recommendation for you to listen, only because the story behind it. Like I bought the CD a long time ago, so I was able to read all the liner notes and all that. But just uh, the story behind the songs themselves, and then how they recorded it—it's just
5: cool. It's yeah, really cool.
1: There's another one out there if you listen to it. If you if you know who the
4: Cowboy Junkies are, I don't. Uh, uh, it's um, they do a little it's it's um, Americana type stuff, but All uh, right. and they've been around a long time and they're a really really neat group. But they recorded one. that's called the Trinity Sessions, and. It's some standards and, you know, like Blue Moon revisited and a few other, you know, some Elvis Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, it's just some weird, you know, off takes of some, you know, very classic songs and some of their own. And all I did is they went into an old church, hung one mic in the, you know, on the stage and that's it. Yeah, and did it all live, and it's just unbelievably cool, and it has you know, it's it's got its own little vibe to it. There's, right, there's a bunch of other great, great little you know stories like that. They they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. And I think
1: there's a place for some of that to come back. You know, enough creative people. I mean, obviously we have a lot better technology. We can put some good microphones and eliminate some of the echo and the reverb and all that. That you don't want, mm-hmm. but still have that cool live, a little bit of the Liberty ambiance feel to it. You know, I made it two weeks this time without saying ambiance, by the way, because I, I used it way too many times <laughs> in one what? episode. That. Yeah. That. yeah. That was enough and ridiculous. I'm not that educated to use that big words like that, that many <laughs> times. But, but when you're talking about this, it it applies, but I think, uh, man, I, I've got some creativity brewing inside of me. That's just completely different than what I want to do. And that's, that reminds me of another thing. So, His name escapes me now, but he used to be in charge of Mustang Entertainment back in the day, and uh, he was on a podcast with Phil Pritchett a long time ago. Phil was one of the first guys ever be doing podcasts in Texas music, but he uh, was talking. He's like, I've never understood these artists, and I don't know who he's talking about in general, but he's talking about Texas guys, and he's like, "They, they, they go out, and they have an album about drinking beer and partying and passing out and blah, 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 and then they get a little bit of success, and all of a sudden, they want to get artsy and I don't know why they you know and and then people stop listening to them and uh, I find it funny because I want to do that not, not because I want to change anything it's just that's where I've evolved to like it takes more to turn me on now I guess you know like the old yeah. album The old album i like it and it's still fun to play all those songs and it's all good but it's like if i just did that every time i did an album i'd get bored out of my mind i want to do something new and exciting something that challenges me i i don't want to do easy i want to do something that kind of challenges my vocals or challenges my songwriting skills or maybe even teaches me a new lick on a guitar or i'm always trying to make do something a little bit more challenging and um and I think that's why we as artists do that. I think artists want to continue to challenge themselves. I don't think that they're just yeah, trying they, to. They're,
4: they, you're learning and you're, you're yeah. gaining experience and not just in your music or your singing and songwriting, but yeah. in your life in general. And so, you know, that's what songwriting's is about. And you're, telling, yeah. you're telling stories usually about your own life or something that, you
1: know, that you witness uh, yeah. in somebody else's life. And I think I put uh, too much of my real life in my albums.
4: <laughs> There's a lot of people that do that, you know. Yeah. They, it's autobiographical most of the time.
1: That second and, album I did was totally autobiographical there's not a single song on there that it's not that doesn't stem from a real life experience you know
4: yeah and that's what it's all about and you found a creative way to you know convey that to your audience right and and, and hey it's not it doesn't have to be everybody's cup of tea but you know there's always room for it you know, yeah. you, know, you gotta okay so you don't you, Texas music in general has a bad uh, I wouldn't say a bad rap about being all just you know drinking and partying songs and stuff and and well, there's plenty other that you know what we gets on like the, the radio time but
1: yeah. yeah well what gets on the radio whether it be major market or whether it be the independent mm-hmm. stuff is what's going to make people feel good and everybody feels good when they hear a drinking song you know yeah. and that's so that's it's still marketing it's all marketing like if if you know yeah there's a place for a good power ballad and then there's a place for beer drinking songs all the time mm-hmm. and it's every now and then a song that's kind of in the middle is able to get out there and kind of stand out but for the most part it's going to be either a party anthem rock right, song yeah. or or i'm gonna rip your heart out and mm-hmm. watch you watch you have to watch it beat <laughs> while you cry yourself to death <laughs> so, or whatever yeah you but, know and, but there's several guys out there i mean there's the real successful people very successful people have found their formula and stuck through it their whole career and it's fine I just, but I think that there's another group of artists that can't be satisfied with something that sounds like what they've already done, you know. And I, 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 I have yeah. to continue to push myself, and, it, and maybe that makes me artsy. I don't know. I,
4: I, I don't think it makes you artsy. I mean, uh, you know, Ray Wiley Hubbard comes to mind when you talk about that. You know, his early stuff. It was more, you know blues centric and you know and you read it, well they're you know come on yeah man. and you know it's 40 years right 40 something years i forgot how will go right. 40 40 something years ago and he's still playing the damn song yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, well know, he does it well that, but that's his song and but he also has you know his influence have changed over time and his stories you know are changed and all of that and and you know he Introduced slide and you know he changed yep. the way he played guitar even over a period of time. Yeah, but people still follow along. You know, there's times and there's periods where you know it's less than more, and then you kind of gravitate. Robert Earl King, which you know he didn't play yet, but uh, uh you know his 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 stuff has kind of shifted over the years, uh, and, and and that's and kind of how I've always done. Like you know,
1: Robert Earl King is great at talking songs, but yeah. then he's great at singing songs. Certainly, you know, and so and and that's kind of how I've. I've kind of always wanted to be. I want my album to have a talking song, a honky tonk song, a rock and roll song. I mean, it just that's the whole point of Texas music, right? Is that there's no box.
4: Yeah, and so no box. my
1: albums don't have a box either, yeah. and uh, they have a case. <laughs> but no box, but, but, but no, no, box. No, box. no box, no box.
4: I got a cover, but you know.
1: I could put two of them in a box and call it a box set, set. but uh, but sure. I I don't I haven't done that yet. We got to get some of your other stuff on singles now. You know, yeah, well, I think that. so. That's what I was going to talk to you about. So there's a couple different ideas and opinions and strategies. And Chris Fox on, with Texas Music Pickers has a nice little blog out there about it, um, about EP single versus LP versus you know yeah, all that albums stuff and stuff. Yeah, and uh, and his perspective if I'm remembering correctly, because I don't want to pick up my phone and read it, uh, was that if if you're a young artist just starting out, then if you have an album's worth of great material, like you've sat down, you've written it, it's great. Everyone's a winner. Then go out and record an album. If you only have five great songs, and you have five other, eh, songs, well just go, go ahead and make the EP of the five strong songs because there's a lot of new guys out, the co-wetzels and all those guys that mm-hmm. have, have, uh, come out with EPs and they just were brutal with them. They, they dominated. Every song was a hit kind of deal. And so what he was basically saying is if you have the content to make an album as a new artist, make it, make an album because people want to know your whole story and they learn that story through your music and all that. Um, and then he said, come out with a couple albums. And then then you could do the thing with the EPs, or some singles and stuff like that. And I'm kind of... I agree with him for sure. But one of my regrets, and I, I try to live without too many ragrets, um <laughs> but that is that I waited 10 years to record a first album because I couldn't afford it. Right. And I really wish I would have gone ahead and just recorded what I could afford at the beginning to a four song five song EP so that the word of mouth could be getting around when when we were new and we were fresh and everybody was just meeting us and they were so excited to help us and they wanted to do whatever they could to help us and we had nothing to give them and then by the time we did have something those same people are now 10 years older mm-hmm. they got families they stopped going to bars or whatever it is they're not as excited anymore they know me Heck, we've, we've hung out at a bonfire it's not I'm not the guy on the stage it's like <laughs> oh who is that dude so that whole like that, I wish I would have done it. And that I've always told younger artists, you know, record what you can afford and get it out there as soon Certainly. as you can.
4: You need to always you you got you can have great songs, and you if you got, if you don't have money, but just to record uh, some singles, you know, your first single, record it, do the you know do a good job on it. It ain't got to be perfect by any means, but the sooner you have something that a you can sell at your show. Yep. That's merchandising. That's direct money back to you. That's how most bands that are out there working the road today actually pay their bills as they sell their merchandise from hats to buttons to T-shirts to CDs and everything else in between that they can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. They're selling you and because they're not making the money on the downloads and the streams no, no, and no, no, all no. of those so the merchandising when you support your local artists and or your your favorite artists you buy the stuff that they have mm-hmm. they make that money directly that goes right near their gas tank usually is where it yeah, goes yeah usually and then you know yes they spent the money to have it you know they, they've got outlay you know shirts aren't cheap and mm-hmm. you know good designs and you know they probably had a friend design it or something you know it depends where yeah. you're at in your thing but put some merchandise in together put a cd together anything even
1: if it's a live recording that's one thing that drove me nuts is we kept having people do live recordings and then i let the live recording the guy that did the recording tell me that it wasn't good enough to that he didn't want to put it out and i'm like give me the files let me i'll decide that because i would rather have people have something now any good manager out there would probably tell you different and that's fine but for me, if you're, when you're, I mean, you're starting out, you haven't mm. even conquered your own town yet. Yeah. No right. Doubt. If you can get a live recording of y'all playing and I mean, nowadays you wouldn't even hand somebody a CD cause they just don't take them. They, it's gotta be yeah. digital, but you put it out there video, video any like- kind of video, you know, I've had a couple of videos made and, and the guy wasn't pleased with the way the sound was and all that. So I didn't get the videos to put out there. Anything you can give people people are hungry, and they're most people are audio files now they want to be stimulated by media media, media file okay. they want to be stimulated by some kind of media, and even if it 's medium quality they 're going to at least watch a little bit of it if they yeah. like you they 're going to click on it like I even clicked on um i 'm not saying it was medium quality but Scrolling through the internet, I knew that you were going to do that thing with Caleb the day Mm -hmm. after we did. So when I saw it, I had to at least watch it for a little bit just to see it. And so people want to see it; they don't want to see twenty minutes of stuff anyway. Nobody's got twenty minutes worth of time, you know. If they do, they need to take laxatives. Yeah, but (laughs) most people TV on their toilet. Yeah, Yeah. But, but but you know, I think now the way people are consuming stuff and it's getting it's getting quicker and quicker. 30 seconds to a minute is all you need mm-hmm. to turn people on for, and and, and and you're not pushing it too far. No, you're not. And, and you're giving them enough and then you just, you know, people can judge by, I mean, if, if if they like it within a minute, they like it. It's good. They'll know in that same minute whether it sucks or not. So You know, if you're like, if you have to put something out there and say, I know it kind of sucks at the beginning but wait till the, till the last two minutes, well then only put the last two minutes it's out there. there. You can easily edit that editing easy these yeah. days, you know. But give people something to consume, or else they're they're not going to come to you for it. Yeah, they're, you have to give it to them. And uh, I wish I'd have done that earlier in my career. Now, earlier in my career, we didn't. Ha- it wasn't quite as easy to put all that stuff out there. You know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I remember when we
4: we used to have a musicians organization that we you know did a, a CD every year you know of all the different musicians and stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know I, we didn't have anybody I, me and my brother and he wrote something on some guitars i just played some things and we had a little four tracker you know yeah. four track you know tape the recorders the and you know task and a cam yeah. and uh he cut some stuff and gave me the music i took it over to the house found a you know room and you know plugged it up and we cut it and then i did you know i spent like you know 25 or 30 bucks for an hour and a master, you know, you know, mm-hmm. a master of those little four tracks because it wasn't, you know, it was just, right. you know, two people. And, you know, it came out pretty good. And then, you know, all of the other musicians, you know, they didn't spend a lot of money on it, but it's still to this day. I still listen to this, you know, I don't listen to my own crap because, you know, <laughs> but the uh, uh, other people that were on there, I still listen to. And uh, uh, I remember
1: having one of those little Tascam four tracks and trying to make my own stuff. And my wife would just I'd be like, listen, <laughs> listen to this. And she would, she would. And it was horrible. But she would listen, and she wouldn't let me know it was horrible. But, uh, but yeah, man, we've come so far in oh, with such technology. a short amount of time. And, I mean, the fact that I can be doing a live radio show from my office, my studio, in my house, <laughs> uh, it's just it's just incredible. With very minimal equipment. Yeah, you know? I mean, you
4: don't need a whole lot mm-hmm. to make something sound really good. You know, you don't need to spend... You know, think about this. The $99 microphone that everybody owns is probably the best live mic ever made. Yeah. You know, SM57. You know, they're on every stage. And and then
1: I have the Sennheiser equivalent to that. Right. Yeah. uh, Well, yeah. The M-E-M-O-N-E-21s or whatever whatever they are. I forgot what they're called.
4: Which you can even... uh, I've got a couple of old... I don't think there's any more Radio Shacks open. But... You know the older—that's
1: <laughs> the microphone you're talking uh, <laughs> on it right now. Actually, that thing's 15 years, years old. old.
4: I have a couple of really old uh, Radio Shack 57s, mm-hmm. but when you open them up, they're sure. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, they're exact. I mean, it's the, and they're steel body, you know, the heavy zinc, you know, alloy bodies and stuff like that. And then, but you know, uh, I got a you know full recording setup you know Mm -hmm. i got processors and i got you know like really nice microphones and stuff like that but uh you don't need all that mess and then heck you know a lot of these smaller studios or someplace like you know my my setup we don't they don't charge a lot right you know records some tracks and you know you can take it in there. They'll tell you if it sucks or not, or if they can work with it and they'll charge you you know, a few bucks to master it and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you know, help you with it a little bit and give you some yeah. advice. At and, least to start out. Now, know, eventually you, as you, you know,
1: go, definitely quality is going to matter because you're competing with everybody else. And if their quality is better than your quality. And I had one guy, um, uh, in Nashville and I'm not saying that he's the, the end all be all, but I gave him both my albums to listen to. And, When I was asking him about songs off my first album and his impression of it, he said, honestly, he couldn't listen to the album. It was too distracting because the quality was just not there. But you listen to my, you ask my fans, friends, whatever. I had a weird time saying fans, but you ask the people that listen to my music and they like the first album better. So... It's different strokes for different folks, but when you're in the industry part and you're trying to get to the next that next level part, then yeah, quality matters. It does. Certainly, I mean, and then by then though, you you've learned all those tricks yeah. of the trades. You
4: know, you're going okay. Right, I need, and you hopefully I are making this, money. This, this, fans. this and you know, okay, I'm, I'm selling t-shirts now. I'm selling stickers. You know, yep. stickers are a great way. You can get a big ass yep. roll of really nice looking stickers that are really nice that you can sell for a buck a pop. All yeah. day long, you know, uh, you can get somebody to make you some buttons and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, all I've that, been there, I've done know, all that. You know, and that stuff sells too. You know, as long as you've got something, you know, that you can sell, uh, that's cheap. You know, I think and, and, small
1: cheap stuff sells. In my personal experience, small cheap stuff sells way better than hats. I mean, whether it been shirts and the hats yeah. are the best seller. but you've got to get. Well, I mean, if if you need to. Jody Booth started it. Yeah, that neon color and that off-center, <laughs> that off-center branding, but with neon color on a hat, people eat them up. They love them. They yeah. absolutely love them. I don't know how long that trend will last. I mean, it's been going now for a couple, about three years now. But we can all thank Jody Booth for that little craze because his hats were everywhere, and then now everybody does the little neon. Oh print, yeah, yeah. Know? I got. I yeah, had I got some, I got and they sold every year. those, those hats sold like crazy. Hats. But the problem is, I just couldn't keep up. And then I would use that money to do something else, like put a new radio single out, and then I couldn't afford to get more <laughs> yeah. hats, you know? Yeah. It, but you shirts, be... I don't, shirts don't really sell that much anymore, mm-hmm. and at least in my own experience. But I'm also not, I'm not a huge... It depends fan. on what
4: you, you know, where 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 you're at and what market you're in and all yeah. that kind of stuff, too. And it depends on the crowd that you're drawing. Well, at Redneck Country yeah, Club,
1: you know, the medium age is a little higher, yeah. And I had a bunch of blingy shirts made up with the rhinestones and those things. So like hotcakes there, but well, then you yeah. go and you play at a college town. And they're like, "What's all this stuff?" Yeah, we yeah. don't want
4: that. Yeah, we can but, go. We go down the. Uh, they ain't got any money anyway. Yeah. Trusting my daughters at college. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, they don't. That's why they need the free. They need the cheap stuff, the yeah, super they, cheap stuff. If they,
4: they, they don't mind. People don't mind buying stuff. I don't ever mind buying. No, if something.
1: they love their artists. man, I've had certain people that they've already bought my album, but they'll still come and buy. They'll buy like five. Or if I got new shirts, yeah. they'll buy five shirts just because they want to help the band, and then they give them away to whoever. Yeah, they're giving us gifts you know. or whatnot.
4: Turn somebody onto the music too.
1: And I say, you know, if you're gonna do that, just give a tip. I mean, yeah. because Cash we'll is give, always we better. can give the shirts away. Yeah, yeah, just give us the tip. Give us the. I, I've i been doing that now with my CDs because the physical copy of the CD just doesn't seem, people just don't seem to want a physical copy. They're like, oh, we'll get it on iTunes or we'll get or we'll stream it is usually yeah. what they're going to do. And I'm not going to get that much, but you're hoping to get that five bucks from that CD or 10 bucks from the CD, really. But um, so now I just put them out there and I just put the tip jar right next to the CD. And I'm like, come take a CD. If you leave a tip, take, take a, a CD, CD, whatever that CD is worth to you you know and I wind up better that way a lot of people are paying 20 bucks a CD for it because they just put a 20 in and take the CD they're getting better value right they weren't just going to tip because they liked the song I was playing now they're getting a CD. Yep. And I'm not saying that's the best business model for everybody. No. But, but I think with, I, I mean, I literally will say, hey, we're new in your town. Come take a CD. It's free. And they're like, oh, I don't even know where to put one. You know, they just yeah. don't want to They don't want that physical CD anymore. It's just clutter. So. Well, the, the
4: Apple, Apple says uh, uh, the
1: format of a
4: disc is dead. Yeah they were no longer supporting anything disk media
1: my computer don't even, my my Mac doesn't even have a cd-ROM
4: no and they don't support it yeah and they won't support it I mean they still sell the external drives but uh, not for long
1: mm. there's no there's no need for it anymore and, I mean you get everything online and, and, and streamed and yeah. you know it's all digital like, and that's where we're going and this PC of it, so. I had the cd-ROm broke two years ago and I've gotten many a new program but they're all online I don't need to even mm-hmm. I don't so I hadn't even worried about getting a cd-roM fixed. You know, I don't even think I ever used it. I think one of the kids pulled it out and thought it'd be a great little thing to play on or something, but Anyway, I don't know. But, hey, uh, guys, we've reached the end of the show today. Oh, yeah, we sure have, haven't we? We went off on a tangent or two and rambled on, and that's what we do here. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole well, point. hopefully
4: it's at least a bit at least a bit entertaining and informational at the same time.
1: If it's not entertaining, at least me and you can remember <laughs> we had this conversation. Because my short-term memory sucks. sucks. <laughs> I can't remember any of this stuff that we talk. I mean, when I talk to people, especially like people that want to book a gig or something. I, uh-huh. yeah. they, I'll uh, forget a name in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll forget what we talked about. They'd be like, "Yeah, man, we'll come. Come on down here on the 25th. We'll take good care. Of you, give you a million dollars and 20 packs of beer and all the whiskey you can drink." And the next day, I'll be like, "What did he say? Did he say him? Did he say a hundred dollars? What was it? I, I can't remember. You, you can give me the incentive of a million dollars. I still won't remember that conversation. So." Anytime I'm talking business, it has to be through email. because I, just, yeah, I, I won't remember. To, I, I have do. to have a written documentation of what's going on. My head's too full of lyrics; I can't remember anything yeah, else. I have you to know, have it if things remind me of it. <laughs> <laughs> Something there to remind me. Hey, everybody! Thanks for joining in. And uh, if you like the show, please tell somebody to listen to it because I enjoy doing it. But I'd love to enjoy doing it more for more people. So uh, Wednesdays we're live one to three p.m. KTXF, the real is what you look for when you get your TuneIn app. And then, as Randy mentioned earlier, I will podcast each episode that I can remember to hit the archive button, which I did. And we will <laughs> we put it out there for prosperity. Prosterity. I always get it yeah. wrong. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. prosperity yeah. too. Yeah. But
4: prosperity is always good. Prosterity. Yeah. Uh, that's, and posteriors. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but anyway.
1: <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining in to to our show today, and we will see y'all next week. Thanks a lot.
7: Hi,